Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I'm your specialist, Nikki Morton, and I'm so happy you're here. Real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. You see, this is a place for you to come and learn, to be encouraged, to grow through anything that life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we talk all things goal-getting, mindset, sustainability, and wellness. I'll take you through tried-and-true processes, step-by-step plans, and personal testimonials so that you can choose your mindset over matter to live your best life possible. I cannot wait to grow with you. Let's jump in. Hey, hey, and welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton, and welcome to today's episode. I'm really excited to be here, and I hope that you are as well. Uh, Wherever you are, I hope that you're having a good day, that your energy is good, that you are just thriving, living your best life. Um, I just got home from eating way too much pizza, so I'm living my best life with a very full tummy right now. Um, haven't actually eaten at round table pizza in a long time, but it was so fun to just kind of get out and spend some quality time with family. So I was glad to do that. But when I was on my way home, I was thinking about the last time that I had been, you know, out and eating at round table pizza and how long ago that was in my life and where I was at in my life, probably around that time. And it kind of brought me back to the place that I was in emotionally, mentally, and physically just thinking about, you know, who I was and who I've become and the difference in and who those people are. And one of the biggest changes that has come from that years and years of difference is not just the weight loss or the um, mental kind of strides, strides that I've made and the growth and things like that, but just how much more confident I am in who I am now than I was back in that time frame, and to how... I used to think that confidence originally when I was growing up and I didn't have any or it had gone away from me or things like that, I was used to think that it was this magical and elusive thing that people just had confidence or they didn't and the people who had it just got to rock it and that was it. And over the last couple of years, I've done a lot of research and I've done a lot of work on myself and my mindset. And over the last 10 years with my physical journey, I've had to do a lot of work not only on the physical changes that I've done, but the mental changes as well that have come with it. And something that I get asked all the time is how I'm as confident as I am or how I can just feel so confident wearing certain things or doing certain things. And it didn't come from me just wishing and dreaming that I could be confident. Uh, It actually came from a lot of mistakes, a lot of trial and error, But most importantly, it came from doing things. Um, When I started my coaching program, I, one of my favorite things that my mentor told me was confidence is not a muscle or sorry, confidence is not just something that people are born with and that they just inherently have. And some people have it and some people don't. It's confidence comes from results and getting results and results come from taking action, stepping out of your comfort zone and proving to yourself that you can do the things that you said or that you thought you couldn't do, proving to yourself and to others that you are who you say you are, you are who you believe yourself to be, and you stand firm in that. And that was something for me that, you know, when I lost my first amount of, you know, first big amount of weight and was feeling really skinny and there was that body confidence, I noticed that something shifted internally where it almost became 
that if someone wasn't either acknowledging the fact that I lost weight or if I wasn't kind of talking about that or feeling like that was a prevalent thing, then I was feeling really insecure about who I was or what I was bringing to the table and the value that I could add to people. And it was a little bit of a dark time until I started understanding what that kind of saying is where it says you can lose as much weight as you want, but if you don't take care of the things that are going on inside your head, then you're going to be just as unhealthy as ever. Um, and I lived that, uh, as a lot of people know, and, and if you're listening to this and you've been a listener, then you know that I have lost my hair and I developed um, a stomach condition based off of the fact that I was so stressed out and I didn't know how to handle um, all of the things that I was kind of struggling with and handling emotionally and mentally at the time with new jobs and different things going on. And so, and my weight loss. And so there was just a lot going on and a lot of work that needed to go on. It seemed, and it felt at least for me as though anyone could just blow me over in the wind. They could say one word and I would automatically be questioning my worth, my value, whether or not I was a good enough person, whether or not I needed to prove myself and how far to that extent did I need to go to over explain my value or my worth to someone. Um, and I don't know if this is resonating with you or if this is something that you've ever struggled with, but it's hard to be in that position and to feel like people can attack, can attack you or say something to you. And you don't even know if you should take it with a grain of salt, if you should let, take it personally, let it go. And that was something I struggled with. And over time, I've kind of cultivated a little bit of a thicker skin, a little bit more confidence. I've done a lot more work. And now that I'm at the place that I'm at, and I understand confidence as being a muscle and something that you have to practice. I want to share with you the things that I kind of did and the path that I walked down during my journey to kind of get to this place with my confidence um, and the inside and the self-assurance that I've kind of cultivated over time with my, my weight loss and everything like that. And the first thing that really sticks out in my head about what made me so confident in myself is that I, for the longest time, was so concerned with helping others, with giving to others, with making sure that others were happy and that their needs were met, that, and what they liked and all those things that I didn't even know any of that for myself. I didn't know what my standards were. I didn't know what things I really felt passionate about or who I wanted to become, the person that I wanted to grow into, the impact that I wanted to make. And so it was really easy for people to just blow me over in the wind because I didn't have any real attachment to anything. I didn't feel set. I didn't feel self-assured or confident or sturdy in one certain direction or one certain way. And so the first tip that I would say would be to just get clear on you and who you are, because as much as people love to give their criticisms, their opinions, their feedback, their advice, they're coming at it from their lens, their brain, their emotions, their experiences but you are the expert on you and you are the only person who will know you to that depth. But if you don't take the time to actually get to know yourself, how are you going to know the things that are wrong when people say them? How are you going to know what things really trigger you and why they actually trigger you if you don't have the awareness around it? So rather than be blown over by the hot air that people are really trying to throw at all times, how can you create a cultivated, or how can you cultivate, sorry, how can you make this sturdy, ready to go, 
never going to be blown over pillar, cement pillar of self-assurance within yourself so that if people try to blow their hot air, you can withstand it. For me, it looked like writing out a list of what are the things that I'm really good at? What are the things that I really love about myself? What are the things that maybe I'm a little ashamed of or things that I know that I do that are a little annoying? What are the things that I do that are probably not the healthiest thing that I should be paying attention to? Because the thing is, is that if you know yourself through and through and you see it and you accept it and you see it for what it is and you go, okay, that's a part of who I am. And you know, whether or not you're working on it or not, you know it, then who the fuck are they to come at you about you when you're the expert on you? Would you believe a novice chess player against an expert? No. Would you believe an intermediate against an absolute expert? Still probably not. Even a scientist, would you believe them? Probably, but still not more than the absolute expert. You know who you are. And so if you want to be confident and you want to be more self-assured, get to know you. Get that awareness. Start growing that. Start figuring out the things that make you that badass, that make you feel strong, that make you feel awesome, the things that make you the best version of yourself and start really pushing your energy into those areas so that if someone tries to blow that hot air, you don't have to worry, my friend, because you are all set with your pillar of strength and sturdiness and self-assurance ready to go. And The thing is, and we say it all the time, it's a very popular quote that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. But I want to touch on that because I don't know if it's really ever explained exactly how that works, but your brain creates feelings based off of the thoughts that you have. When you feel your chest, that drop in your chest, when you feel that heat on the back of your neck, what is the thoughts that came before it? It's usually something was frustrating. Something might have been painful. Something may have come into your awareness and your thought about that got you feeling anxious, got you feeling worried about it. Because it's usually not actually the situation itself. It's usually your thoughts around the situation. So if you are someone who struggles or you're feeling like you struggle with feeling like that, ask yourself if part of you is believing what they're saying to you. Because you don't get triggered unless it actually really upsets you. So that's the first thing is check in with yourself, know yourself, know your triggers, see what's really going on with you, and then make peace with it in your head because then no one can come for you. And even if they do, you can move to step number two in building your confidence, which is speaking up for yourself and your needs and advocating for yourself. Because a lot of times people get so frustrated by the things that they say or the things that their significant other did or said to them. And I'll ask all the time, my clients or my friends, did you say something to them? Did you tell them that that was frustrating? Well, no, they should just know it because we've had this conversation before. Or no, I shouldn't have to because it should. they should know it's frustrating to me. And I always giggle because how can you expect someone to know something that they don't know? How can you expect or get mad at someone for for not reading your brain or 
automatically just understanding what you want. If you never open up your mouth and let them know that that is an expectation or that's a need that you have. Something that I found um, with Frankie, my boyfriend and I is we, uh, for the longest time, we would struggle with our house chores. We Mostly dishes. I don't know why, but that was just something for me. I would always get really frustrated about. And I asked myself this one time and I think even my therapist at one point had asked me, she said, did you tell him that you feel like the house chores are uneven and that's why you're frustrated about the dishes? And I just looked, I looked at her straight in the face and I was like, no. And she's like, so how are you going to expect him to know that you're upset or that you feel that needs are being met or that things aren't even if you're not actually telling him that? And is the behavior that you're exuding, which is, was me usually slamming dishes around and being a little, little snippy, you know, my little, my little attitude when I get like that, is that behavior that you're showing and that communication that you're giving, is that showing that there's a need that's not being met? Does that make, does that make you, would that make you want to engage with you about what's going on? And it was like such a quick flip, flip of the switch for me to be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Communication. Duh. Like I should just tell him, (laughs) but it's so hard at times. I know, but here's the thing, you guys, if you ask for help in the small moments and you do it in a way that's always focused on the need at heart and not necessarily about he said, she said, who's doing more about what or things like that. And actually really have like a genuine conversation about it. I guarantee you your partner, your person, whoever it is that you're talking to will open up to you. But you can't come out at guns a blazing thinking that they should just have been able to read your mind. So always focus on the need when you go into these conversations and not the greed of things aren't getting done my way. I'm not in control. No, go into it trying to fill the need that you might need some more time. You might need some more support. You might need some more help. Focus on the problem and you two versus that problem. Communicate for your needs in the small moments so that when it comes to those big moments, when it comes to having a tough conversation with your boss, when it comes to setting a boundary with that coworker who just loves to push your buttons and try to give you work that's not yours to do, you can handle that with grace, with confidence, because you have stood up for yourself. You've advocated for yourself in the times that you've needed to before and built the confidence and the callous so that you can continue to do it and do it even more in the bigger moments with that same class that you started with. And if you need to do more than that, if you need to feel that this conversation isn't doing the same thing for your confidence, then take action. That's step number three, take action and get some results. There's a lot of internal work that goes into having confidence, but something that is always going to build the confidence muscle, like I said, is getting results and results come from taking action. So where can you take action? Where can you make yourself slightly uncomfortable that gets you out of that comfort zone and helps you prove to yourself that you can do hard things, that you can step up to the plate, that you can advocate for yourself and be there for yourself in a way that builds your confidence. You know, this can go anywhere from blowing past your comfort zone to just taking those little baby steps up, getting, you know, doing, instead of doing 10 reps, you do 11, you do 12, you do 13, and you prove to yourself that you can do more than the average person. 
that you can do more than you thought you could, that you're strong enough, that you're confident enough, that you are brave enough to do this because you are. And every time that you step out, every time that you prove to yourself that you go harder, that you do more, that you go further, that confidence muscle builds just a little bit each time. But as we know, those little tiny things lead up to the huge, huge results that we're looking for. If you want that amazing confidence, that unrockable confidence, it comes from the daily decisions to make yourself uncomfortable, prove to yourself that you're better than that, prove to yourself that you know how to handle things and continue taking care of business like the fucking badass you know you are listening to this podcast being like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I know because you are. You're confident ass bitch. I know it because I am too. We're getting there. We're doing the damn thing, right? So we're taking action. We're proving to ourselves that we can do it and we're getting out of our comfort zone because getting out of our comfort zone allows us to continue thriving, growing, putting ourselves on that next level that allows us to hit those higher goals, to hit that level of consistency that we're aiming for, to get those goals and that confidence that comes along with it. And when you feel confident from the inside, everything externally starts to feel that same confidence. You start to feel better about that body that you have. You start feeling better about that slightly uncomfortable outfit that you chose that you've been really wanting to wear. Wear that shit, girl. Boy, whoever you are listening to this, you best be wearing that outfit. And I want I want to be tagged in it. I want to see all y'all in your outfits tagged <laughs> in your confident outfit. Whatever you need to do, make yourself take some action and get things done. And if you are feeling that outfit idea, then let's move to step number four, which I was talking about a little bit, which is do more what makes you feel confident. Do do the things that make you feel excited and passionate and make you feel like a boss ass bitch. Make you feel like that absolute badass who can get anything done that they want to get done because you are and you deserve to do it. So what are your favorite hobbies? What are your favorite crafts or instruments to play, sports? Do you have a favorite food? Do you love cooking? Where can you fit more of that in your life? Because happy people are always looking for more things to make them happy, more things to fulfill their life, which means they're always looking to strive to be better and learn things, right? Gain that confidence. So prioritize your needs and treat yourself like a VIP. Do the things that make you light up inside, that make you feel like a confident person, that make you feel like a badass, because until you start believing that you're one, no one else is going to agree. That energy, it's felt. You know when you're around someone who has a confident energy. You can sense that when the person walks in the room. You can't fake that energy. So where can you truly build some of this into your life? Where can you get more excited? Where can you build that confidence? Where can you take a little bit more risk? Where can you get up earlier? Can you get up a little earlier and have a morning routine? Where can you make your life fit for you in a way that makes you feel like a VIP and a boss all at once so that you can get everything you need to get done with the same confidence and elegance that you need? Once you shift into this like vision of, okay, like I'm doing all of this action or I'm moving this mindset, I'm doing all of these things because I'm going to be more confident, what ends up happening is you start looking at all the other areas in your life and you go, 
is my job what's making me confident? What about my job is making me confident? What is it about my life that makes me confident or makes me happy, makes me fulfilled? And you can start finding the areas in your life that you need to reevaluate. Maybe you're not as passionate in your job anymore, but you're really confident in the skills that you bring. You know, there's so many different ways that confidence comes into play when it comes into your life. But if you're someone who's wanting to make a large impact, you're someone who's wanting to be really successful in your job or in your business, or you're someone who wants to just be able to advocate for themselves, stand up for themselves and not be a pushover. You need to have this confidence and you need to reevaluate so that you can be that strong pillar that doesn't ever get blown over in the wind, that doesn't ever crumble, that just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Don't fall to the hot air of others when you are the expert on you. Because listening to someone's opinion who is a novice, an intermediate, and even a harder or higher level person will still not be as accurate as someone who's an expert. So go be the expert in you. And remember this, you guys, self-confidence is a superpower. Once you have it, and once you start believing in yourself, magic and the magic in your life, those things that you just wish that would happen in your life will start happening. But you have to start with taking some action, with doing more of the things that make you happy, with getting clear and loving who you are, with speaking up for yourself, and with owning that power. Okay? If you want to be confident, you guys, go out into the rest of your day and actively look for areas where you can practice this confidence. Own your power, go practice your confidence, and go create some magic in your life because you deserve it, my sweet friend. And I hope that you have an amazing day. I'll talk to you next time.